This is Real Love Now, a ministry outreach of Pastor Don Allen in the Church at War Hill. As with every aspect of our ministry, the purpose of this broadcast is to lead people into a growing relationship with Jesus Christ to help you get real with God, fall in love with Him and His children, and discover your destiny now. Here's the message from Pastor Don Allen. All right, well, let's go ahead and bow our heads. I feel something stirring in my heart today. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you for what you're going to do. And Lord, I pray that in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that you living God, my goodness, my goodness, I feel the Holy Ghost. I just stop for a moment. I expect something to occur in this moment. I expect something to change in this moment. Thank you, Father, for what you have done, you're about to do. And Lord, I'm, I'm just calling forth unto those lives that, Lord, that were saved in the last service and those that will be saved in this service. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. I preached the message that's basically for everybody in the room and after service, last service, they came right down front and said, we want to know Jesus, we want to be saved. Can we give God thanks for that today? Amen. Well, listen, I, I don't want to uh, preach a very long time today. I'm, I'm very equipped to do so, but uh, don't want to. Uh, but I'm, uh, I was planning on ending our following Jesus message last Sunday. Uh, I have blown a tire, I call it, in my voice in the earlier services. I got so fired up. Um, first service was more excited than second service. We, we're not going to let first service outdo third service, are we? Come on, can I get an amen? Oh, they already got you beat. Let me try that one more time. Can I get an Amen. All right, and so with that said, I want to bring you a message entitled Following Jesus When Impossible Goes Out the Window. I've learned that serving Jesus is a life that is full of watching the impossible become possible. Sometimes some things seem impossible because the world grows too dark around us. I'd love to tell you that serving Jesus means that you'll never go through dark times, but you're going to go through dark times. You know, this week I, I had an experience with the dark that I, I really didn't enjoy. We were going through some changes in our home and doing some, some renovating in our home, and so everything was taken off the walls, everything pushed to the center of the room, everything that could be placed in my path through the darkness was placed there. And so they took down the, the lights and things as well, and so I literally it's dark, there's no light, and I'm trying to go through the darkness. I mean, anybody ever been there? Who thought it was a good idea to put a dog cage right in my path? Come on, amen. All right, so I'm, I'm walking through the darkness like this because I don't want to stub my toe nor break my neck in that order. Come on, all right. And, and I didn't want that to occur. And, and so as I'm walking through the darkness, I, I, I had the thinking about what it's like when the world goes dark and, and all you need is just a little bit of light. I was like, I mean, I was like, who unplugged the nightlight? How come I, I can't see? The one night there was a light left on. Somebody had taken one of the pictures of one of the young couples in our church and stuck it in the light. So I'm walking through in the dark and I'm, I'm doing this and all of a sudden I look up and they're, they're smiling at me. And I was like, whoa, what in the world? You know, and uh, uh, right in the darkness. John chapter 8 refers to the darkness of our lives. 
John chapter 8, verse number 12 speaks like this. says, Jesus spoke to the people once more and he said, this is important. He said, I am the light of the world. What did he say? I am the light of the world. If you, what have we been talking about? If you what? Follow me. You won't have to walk in darkness. You won't have to worry about how you're going to walk through this darkened life because we all go through dark seasons. Let me say it again. We all go through seasons that are not our favorite. We all will face battles. We all will face struggles. We all will fight hell itself sometimes to see if we're going to survive. Why will I not have to walk in darkness? Because you will have the light that leads to life. What does he say? I am the light of the world. And if you find yourself in darkness, do not fear. Because when you have Jesus with you, you have the light that lights up every darkness. I don't care how... My goodness, I feel it already. I'm trying to get started and I'm already misbehaving. I don't care how dark the night. I don't care how bad the diagnosis. I don't care how bad the sentence. I don't care how deep the scar. The darkness might think that has won for a moment, but joy is coming in the morning because you have the light of the world inside of you and he will illuminate the darkness of your life. Can I get an amen for that? I think though the greatest darkness that we would all face at any point in our life is the darkness of death. When death comes calling, Death takes those that we love when we deal with the fact that we cannot see past the darkness of death. But Matthew chapter number 28 speaks of this darkness and when it met the light. Matthew 28 and 5 says this. Then the angel spoke to the woman, can I, to the women, can I get an amen? Now I want you to notice the only ones brave enough to be out in the graveyard on this morning were the women. Why? Because scripture tells us there were dead people walking around proclaiming that Jesus was the son of the most high God. How many of you can say if there were dead people in the local cemetery walking around proclaiming anything, you would not feel led to be there in the early morning hours? He says to the women who must have loved him so deep that they were willing to go out in the darkness and the fear. He said, don't be afraid. I know who you are looking for. You're looking for Jesus who was crucified. I love what he says here. He isn't here. He is risen from the dead just as he said would happen. Can I tell you, I don't care how deep the darkness that came upon the cross that Jesus had already said, I am the resurrection and the life. He'd already declared that I am the light of the world. And when darkness came to claim him, my goodness, I feel it. I'm trying to behave. I'm trying to get you somewhere. But when darkness came to claim him, the light broke broke through the darkness just like he said it would and the light shone in the darkness and the darkness could not extinguish it. Why? Because he said, I'll be back in three days. Now watch this. I love what it says here next. Come see where his body was lying. Thank you, Glenn. Let me say it again. Come see where his body was lying. I've got a few of you. Let me just throw it up a little bowl. Some of you can't see it. The words must be too small. Here's what he really says. Come, 
Come, come, come, come, come, come see where his body was. Come, watch this. If I was trying to get you to come with me, I might say to you, follow me and see the evidence that he's alive. Sorry, I'm, I feel this. Come follow me and see the evidence that he's alive. Um, you know what I just heard inside of me? He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. Come on now, he, he, was, he walks with me and he talks with me. How long life's narrow way. How many of you know old enough to know that song I'm quoting there? See, see, come follow me and let me show you some... E- Some of you have no clue what I'm talking about because you don't know how dark this room used to be. Let me introduce you to some evidence of where he used to lay, that he is risen from the dead. Christian, come up here just a minute. Go stand right over there. You're all dressed in black today. Like you should do your Johnny Cash impersonation for no, I'm just playing. All right, listen. My nephew, I always say it this way, in whom I'm well pleased and I love dearly. But my nephew hasn't always had the faith of Christ. Matter of fact, there was a time in his life that he worked in a den of debauchery, in a place of sin. He was trying to run from the pain. He was angry at God. He was angry at men. He was angry at the world. He was angry at life. But let me just say it this way. Come, let me show you some evidence that Jesus is alive. Just a moment. Come here, Jason. Come here, Jason. Come here, Jason. You're not too old to run down here. Run down here. Run down here. Come here. Most of you, how many of you know Jason? Anybody know Jason? Some of you? Well, sounds like they're having fun in children's church. Jason travels the world with me. He's a blessing in my life. Joy. You don't know how many times I'll preach to I, I literally just... I'm asleep by the time we leave the parking lot. I'm exhausted. You pray for hours. Jason, come stand right right over there somewhere. How many years, Jason, did you waste in the bottom of a bottle? Fifteen years wasted down a bottle. Did Did you hear what I said? He goes with me. He travels with me. He takes the gospel around the world with me. Now, wait wait a minute. Both of them have. Living mad at God, mad at the world, trying to drink away his problems. But, But can I say it again? Come, let me show you some evidence that the darkness cannot overtake the light because Jesus is alive. I'm talking to you, Tanya. Will you come up here? She's like, good Lord Jesus, help me. And Tanya, I'm not going to tell your story because it's not mine to tell. 
but I'm with, with your trust. Come right, right, right over here somewhere. You don't have to go with this. Come right, right about here. Um, those of you who have no clue the hell this, this woman went through. She and I have known each other for most of our lives. We share the same birthday. She's older one. <laughs> Tanya was abused in ways that most of you could only imagine your nightmares. And as a result of that abuse, most of her family that were somehow connected to that have taken their lives. That's the Suicide Prevention Month. And I wonder how many times the demons of hell have come to you and said, it's not worth living. What, what, go back to that, come follow, come, come follow me. Am I making sense to anybody today? Some of you are looking for a profound truth. I'm, I'm giving you profound truth. And let me show you the evidence that Jesus is alive. She worshiped the whole service right up front. Evidence, Jesus. Brinkley, come, come, come here just a minute, Brinkley. He's like, good Lord, he's calling me to the stage. Now, Brinkley, let's get past the fact that you're supposed to be mad at everybody and everybody, everything, and you're supposed to abuse anybody that gets around you. How, many, how long were you dead? 25 minutes. You don't, have, you don't hear that question often. How long were you dead? <laughs> 25 minutes. 25 minutes. 25 minutes dead. <laughs> he was dead. He don't know. Hey, man, come on now. Remember, Kathy, come on with him. Come, come, come on with him. See, what you didn't know was that Brink had a massive heart attack and died. It changed my whole life. It actually changed, changed the way I do things in my home. I always put my phone in the, the dining room. But after that night, I, after I woke and all I heard was Kathy screaming on the phone, and Brink's dead, and her shouting in tongues in the background, I'm going to tell you, you don't get to stand many people that have been dead for 25 minutes up. But one that had a wife that went to the, to the waiting room and said, leave me alone. I got to talk to the risen Savior. Can come, 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 and let me introduce to to all of you evidence that Jesus is alive. Some of you that heard my earlier sermons, like that's not what you preached before. I just follow the Holy Ghost. Grace and Jacob, would you come come here for just a second? But, but, but come right, right this way, right here. Come right over here. Hold, hold on a second. Just, just come right, right by standing about there first. Stop right there. Now, I, want, I want Jacob to answer a question in front of everybody. All right? Are you ready for this? How, how many fingers am I holding up, Jacob? Five. Oh, you have no clue what this even means. All right, how many am I holding up now? Oh, you're wrong. I had four. I had one over here, but that's okay. All right. 
No, two. You see, when Jacob was how old, they told you you'd lose your sight completely? When he was 12 years old, they told him he'd be blind for the rest of his life. But not only did he memorize every scripture on healing and begin to quote it every single day, one day his eyes lit upon her, a little girl that the world tried to destroy and fear tried to bind. And now they have a wonderful family, seeing and walking in freedom. Come, let me show you evidence that Jesus is alive. Pastor, you've got this whole sermon. You've got all these wonderful notes. Yes, I do. But what more do you need? Let me ask you. Who over here would confess with me if it weren't but for the Lord? You would be somewhere bound, addicted, dead. I mean, uh, just stand up if, if, if that's you. Stand, stand up. I'm just overwhelmed. Now stay standing. Stay standing. How many of you should be third or fourth generation addicted? Somebody, how many of you should be bound and, and lost and dead and that wreck should have took you out? And, How about on this side over here? How many of you say, but for the Lord, but for the Lord? I mean, you're not supposed to be alive. You've got a horrible disease, but because of Jesus. How, how many up there, but for the Lord? But if, if it accept, stand up. Don't, don't stay. How about right here? How about over here? You see, you don't know everybody else's darkness. You don't know everybody else's pain. You didn't realize that you came in. My goodness, I feel the Holy Ghost. Gary, get down here. He's like, he's going to make me run in front of everybody. I am. Emily, you come on up. I got to watch Gary stand up the other day and testify. Just come on over here. Come on over here. He can... He can I want you to hold her hand in front of everybody. Just stay standing for just a minute more. Stay standing for just a minute more. This man, a righteous chosen man of God, is not supposed to be taking her hand in church today. One year and a month ago, he had some horrible addictions that God used a moment that she found out about. Are you still married? Happily married. Let me, let me, do you, do you do not see what I'm trying to tell you today? See, see, I have this whole sermon, but God's like, just, just, just let me preach for a moment. Let, let, let the fact that, 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 that you're not supposed to be standing up there because you're supposed to be mad at God because a drunk driver took out your daddy. Your children have gone through pains and struggles. Sicknesses and disease, and you were abused by alcoholic parents, and many of you were molested and attacked. And, and in earlier services today, there was one individual who had been so brutally raped and held hostage for, for I don't know how long, but yet they're 
still standing. Why? Because we don't walk in darkness. We live in the light. And Jesus lives. He lives. He lives. This is evidence. I want everybody else in this room to stand with me in this place. I asked God one time, when I don't get to preach a sermon like this, why do you give it to me? You know what? He gave me the most profound answer. He said, because you wouldn't go without it. It's true. Unless I had an adequate message to know I'd rightly fully done my job and prepared to be your pastor, I would not come to this pulpit. This is what he told me to share with you today. Sitting right there during our worship. This is the message. You are the message. Not all of their family have responded the way they've responded. Not all of your family have responded the way you've responded. The devil tells you the darkness is going to overtake you. But let me remind you, Jesus overcame the darkness, and now he is the light inside of you. I want every head bowed and every eye closed in this place for just a moment. I'm about to give one of the most poignant, most important altar calls I've ever given in my life. If you would say the darkness has been overtaking you, maybe you've never surrendered your life to Jesus Christ. Maybe you've never trusted Christ as your Savior. And today, you're ready. I'm not going to embarrass you, but you're ready to surrender your heart and soul to Jesus Christ so that the light that we live in might light up your darkness. I want everybody praying, nobody looking around, but I want to see your hand if that's you. Today's the day you want to defeat the darkness and make Jesus Lord of your life. If that's you, could I see your hand in this place? Would you hold it up? Hi, this is your moment. This is your time. This is your hour. Pray with me, church. Believe with me. Thank you. Thank you. I see that hand. Thank you. Is there another? See, I'm not going to embarrass anybody. Thank you, ma'am, in the balcony. You can put that down. Is there another? This is your moment. Don't be afraid. Don't be ashamed. This is your moment. This is your time. God's changing lives. People are responding in this place. Thank you. Are there others that will respond with these right now that have chosen this day to be the day that they are changed for all eternity? All right, I'm about to pray for these. But before I do, let me ask you, if you'd say, Pastor, I feel like the darkness is trying to overtake me. And I feel like sometimes the darkness is winning. If that's your case, we're going to do this one a little differently than what we just did. If you'd say, Pastor, I feel like the darkness is trying to overtake me, and sometimes like it's winning, I want to see your hand right where you are. Hands all over this place. I want to ask you, if you would trust me, those of you that just raised your hand, if you would trust me, would you just start walking this way toward this altar? Would you just start walking this way toward this altar? People are coming from the balconies, from the floors, all around. If you're online, you just type in, that's me, that's me. Pastor Trey's going to be able to minister to you right there, right now, right where you are. The darkness will not overtake you. The light 
will shine upon you. The light is going to shine upon you. Now what I want is for these that are on the stage behind me to make their way. And I want you to begin to lay your hands and pray for these that are in front of you, that are around you. If there's somebody maybe that down here that you're particularly close to you, feel free to pray for them if you want to. But I want you to begin to pray. Christine, I want you to help me pray. Pastor Sam, Shell, help me pray. All our pastors and leaders, I need, I need prayer warriors down here today. I feel the Holy Spirit of the Most High God right now. My goodness, there's a darkness that's being repealed by the authority of Jesus Christ. The darkness shall not win. Come and see the evidence that Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Chains fall. Fear bow. Come on, Darren, lift your voice, lift your voice, lift your voice. Right now, come on, lay hands on them, lay hands on my face. Chains fall. Fear bow here. Now, Jesus, you change everything. Come on, come on. The darkness is falling. The darkness is falling. Found here now. Jesus, you change everything. Chains fall. Fee bow here now. Jesus, you change everything. Life's healed, hope found here now. Jesus, you change everything. Show us your glory, show us your glory. In wonder and surrender we fall down. Glory to His name, precious name. I'll sing it. Glory to His name. There too, come on. There to my heart was the blood. Hallelujah. Come on, give God a praise like he deserves today. Hallelujah. Come on, you can do better than that. Give him a praise. Let there be light. The light is shown in the darkness. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for saving souls, delivering people today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, listen, I pray that the Lord will bless you, will prosper you. Please let me encourage you. Don't, don't forget what God uh, has done in this room and let the light shine in your life. God bless you in Jesus' name.
What's today's word from Pastor Don Allen to help you get real with God, fall in love with Him all over again, and live out your destiny now? To learn more about our pastor and the ministry of the church at War Hill, join us online at warhill.com. Then join us in worship at one of our North Georgia locations. Service times are Sundays at 8 15, 9 30, and 11 a.m., where you will find real love now. Thank you.